Ben. I'm Chris. And tonight we're doing a review episode. Yeah, uh, but so. before we get into that, you can find us on Facebook at Record Night. Find us on Twitter at uh, Record underscore Night. We're on Instagram at Record Night Pod. Or you can just email us at recordnightpod at gmail.com. Yeah, we haven't gone by the domain yet. So, yeah, <laughs> we're still the Gmail. But, I mean, I've seen a bunch of bands, including Jeff Lewis. He has a, a Gmail, just Jeff Lewis Band at gmail.com. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. we don't need a buy domain, right? It's not important. Yeah, what are what are we going to do with the domain? Yeah, it'd be like, you'd be like, oh, here's a web player. <laughs> like, yeah. like and yeah. if you're listening to the episode already, you have access to what we would put on our website. Yeah. Unless, of course, uh, we wanted to just do R and R and just, just ran and ramble, which I'm not into doing. Cause then, uh, inevitably we post something and wouldn't say anything from that for a couple months and be like, Oh, we should probably do this. And no one's going anyway. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we're easy to get hold of. If you guys want to get hold of us, Ryan just gave all our deets on that. <sighs> so tonight, tonight review episode, mm-hmm. second one of 2022. We yep. are talking about, uh, Let the Festivities Begin by Los Bichos. What do you know about Los Bichos? Uh, they're a band from London. Mm-hmm. They play kind of a mix between, like, cumbia and psych rock. There's some, like, surf elements. Mm-hmm. and So it's kind of just like, they play this kind of, like, dance music. I know you've been super excited about this record coming out, too, because you. I think you showed me a, a uh, performance of them on KEXP before they released the record. Right. I think so. Yeah, it. They uh, they had like four tracks, like just singles that they released. Like God, it had to have been like two years ago. <laughs> I kind of been floating around, and all four of them were just really good. Yeah, and you're like, so I listened to them like nonstop, and it was kind of just like they kept doing performances and doing all this stuff, and I I was just like release release an album, announce an album, do something. Well, I mean, it might have something to do with the pandemic. Like they probably had something ready to go, and then. You know, people just kind of stopped working when the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, I do remember. God, it had to have been like a year ago. They posted on Instagram, like we're in the studio, oh. and then like just went silent until <laughs> uh, the release date was announced. And it was just like, so it was like, I see you recording stuff. Like, can you release more than these four songs? Were you able to pre-order it or anything like that? No, mm. I didn't. Oh, bummer. Shoulda, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what we're gonna talk about anyway. Let's no, let's be just let the festivities begin released what couple, like February 4, twenty twenty two, right? Back in the fourth? Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're still a little bit behind on that. But it's okay. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh so um I didn't you know, I I was only um familiar with those speeches from the link you sent me. And so uh I knew going in that we were doing another instrumental record. But mm-hmm. the interesting thing about this record is that you know, with a bunch of instrumental bands, you get track listing, you get track times, you know, oh, seven minutes, nine minutes, you know, like you get these long songs, but you don't get this on the facilities again. You get no, it's just, it's eleven tracks, like thirty-seven minutes, all under four minutes, some are, some are under two minutes, some are like two and a half minutes, or, but yeah, they're they're like song length, and so I think for people who are scared off by the daunting track listing of instrumental bands, the, this is pretty easily digestible. Like for someone who's new oh, to for it. Sure. And 
And, it, and I, I feel like that's, it's definitely by design. Like this whole thing kind of feels like it's like a party album. It's mm-hmm. like something you kind of, you put on, you can either put it on in the background, but there yeah. is some stuff in there to like, you can like actually just sit down and listen to yeah, it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it's fun record. Like, like it's got um, interesting rhythm. It's, it's sound. It's got like a surf rock feel. It's got, uh, like you said, proving Kumba music. It's, and it doesn't, it's not like super overtly world music. So if you're, if you're kind of, right. if you're going to kind of, if you're going to come in there kind of like with a cringe nose, like this isn't really my thing. I don't think you need to worry about that. Like, I think, I, I mean, I liked it regardless. Like I like, I enjoyed listening to this record. It was too, like three times a day. Um, nice. Yeah. One, one time I was just kind of, I had it on and then, uh, the second time I was like sitting there listening to it. <laughs> the yeah. Time. I think just having it on is a good, is a good way to do it too. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of considering like next time we have people over, it's like, I'll just throw this on in the background. Yeah, hopefully someone will say something about it. It's like, this is cool. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, but let's start off with the the good on this yeah, one. The good. Um, I think it does do a good job of mixing all of its elements mm-hmm. together. It's surf, it's cumbia, it's psych elements. Yeah, they yeah, all the in there. Yeah. for the most part mix together really well. There's nothing where they're like, we're doing a psych rock passage here, we're doing a, a surf passage here, and you're like, oh, that doesn't quite work no, in this, there. No, this is a good stew. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, good, good uh, I don't know kitchen sink i, I don't want to say that but yeah it, it, they, there's nothing that's nothing that doesn't it's not cohesive it's not it's not not co- it's very cohesive i'll say that it's very cohesive yeah. and i everyone sounds like they're on top of their game when it comes to chops playing instruments it's mm-hmm. and they keep it interesting most of the time you know yeah they're so we'll get into it uh a little later mm-hmm. with like some of the issues i have but from a production standpoint, everything like kind of has like equal footing, mm-hmm. which I think works out. Like you can hear everything. Nothing's really buried in the mix. So yeah. it's like, if you're sitting there and you're like, I want to see what, hear what the bass is doing. Like you just kind of focus on the bass a little bit and you can <laughs> hear every note that's being played. Or I want to hear what the keyboards are doing. You can focus on those and how they all work and interact with each other. Yeah. it's Yeah. Nothing's blocking anything out. It's all pretty, it's all pretty level and mixed very well. Um, I, yeah. And you know, I uh, and you, I've heard some reviews of people who are like, for example, we're not gonna talk that much about Pitchfork, but they they shit on this record a little bit for saying like, or did they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because it's not a record where you're gonna get like a a message except you I mean you want to dance. <laughs> you know, like, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember uh, reading through that review where it's like the the score seemed relatively low. Yeah. Um, and then you read the review and it's pretty positive about it, except for the part where they're like, well, they don't try to do anything like crazy with it. Well, I mean, or they don't try to do anything like deeper than doing a dance record thing. And it's like, oh, they never said that that's what they were trying to do. So it seems weird to like knock it down. Yeah. To project it, to project what you think this man should be. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's always weird when people like try to project on a band what they think they should sound like, which is kind of, which is shitty to me. Like, like, why would you do that? But, uh, but other than, like, I don't, I enjoyed a lot of this record. Um, I'm my standout tracks for me. Uh, if I already go through those link is about the opening track is a perfect, uh, perfect, a fucking opener to this record. I think it's the best track on the oh, album. Me too. Me too. Which is, so it's, it does kind of put it in a weird position of like, if you open with your best thing, the only way you have to go is down. Yeah. 
my my it's still a great song. My second favorite track is probably uh, Lost Pinteras. Like that was the one where I sort of got snapped out of a daydream and, uh, by listening to this because there's a lot of tracks in here that are very let you just sort of sit with it. And Lost Pinteras mm-hmm. actually actually woke me up a little bit. I wasn't tired or bored. It's just it's just the one that stuck with me after after all the you know track two through f- five. And, right. And my last my my last one is. Uh, my not least here, but the one my probably my third favorite, and I love the name of it, "Tripping at a Party." <laughs> That's You're right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a shorter one, and it's uh, it's it sounds like 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 you said, it's a party record, you know. But it's not like Andrew WK party. It's just you know, chill at a party record to me. So. Yeah, and that that song specifically, it has uh, it does a really good job of like making it sound like you're in a party environment, and then when like the chorus kicks in. <laughs> Yeah, the chorus. Uh, it, yeah. It, yeah, it feels like, uh, or it sounds like you're tripping at a party. Yeah, it kind of gets like not like a little like more like chaotic, but the guitar gets like this weird tone on it, and everything kind of gets this like weird tinge to it, where you're just like, whoa. Uh, the second track I enjoy it has some talking on it, like like it sounds like you're at a party, people are chit chatting, you know, like like mm-hmm. I try to make it out, I'm you know I'm stuck, I suck at making out. I, it's yeah, it's just kind of supposed to sound like. Uh, like party chatter. Yeah, I mean, that's like a point to parsing out conversation in regular life. So, like, right. <laughs> so I was, I was just like, okay, that's just party chatter. Um, yeah. Uh, standout tracks for me are mm-hmm. going to be the Link is about to die, which mm-hmm. we already talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Tropica, mm-hmm. which I thought was really good. Uh, Pista, yeah. uh, parentheses fresh start, and Lindsay goes to Mykonos. <laughs> yeah. Those ones are my favorites. Um. There's some cool moments on this album. Like a couple of those tracks have like these tempo changes yeah. in it. Like uh, uh, Los Panteras mm-hmm. has a cool one near the end. Same with uh, Change of Heart. Yeah, it did. Uh, um, and then the opening of Good to Go has kind of just like this like laid back like country western vibe to it before the rest of the song comes in. Yeah, I, I find myself really leaning into those parts that are that are laid back in this record. Like, mm-hmm. um, because it's I mean. Not saying that that's a bad thing. No, I like the mindset this put me in. You know, probably my, brought my resting heart rate resting heart rate down a bit. You know, like it was just it was cool to lean into that. And um, this is a really good record, I think. To if you're clean with it, if you're if you're working, just to have this on the background, it's gonna be, it's gonna put you in a pretty good mood. You know. Oh yeah. Um. So we've said some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's maybe move on to the stuff that doesn't hit quite so well. So it can, if you're not, I mean, it can put you in a bit of a daze at points. Um, like FFS, like a four track in, I was kind of like, uh, oh, I need to come too. You know, like not, right. <laughs> not, not, not that this thing hypnotized me. It's just that I find myself drifting off, not really listening to it at points. You mm-hmm. know? And yeah, I think kind of an issue I ran into a lot on this album is they had some of the best tracks on here are the ones that they had done previously. Oh, so you do them so like Link is about to die and Pista are from some of those like early singles I had heard before. Are they different at all? Like, they, do they, do they, yeah, they changed Pista a little bit and it's not quite as good. Yeah. Um, but it's still one of the better tracks on here. Yeah. But I feel like they have, a they have had a lot of trouble like, kind of getting back up to those heights of things. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of the new tracks I heard don't hit as well. They, 
kind of lean a little more like forgettable for me. Yeah. Like I feel like that a lot of the album kind of rests. It, it never gets bad. Yeah, no, it's it's it never. I never, never like a lot like, of it. Yeah. Kind of sits in like it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, like to front load a record with the link is about to die. I understand putting a good track first, but I would, if I were to nitpick with a track listing, I would probably put this third or fourth. You know, because mm-hmm. because I mean, it's it's the best song on here, I and mean, you can't you can't front load it like a Sebado record or something. So like, so. <laughs> So that's that's not it's just a nitpicky thing, but uh, the the track list the sequencing I think could have been a bit better on this one. Yeah, and then um, there this might just be a preference thing, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's not a lot of variety like within the songs themselves. Yeah. Like it's like we've got this part, and then we play like a chorus. Like it'll do kind of like a verse chorus thing, and then it does that for three and a half minutes, and then that's kind of it. Yeah. And then we didn't need it to reach super heights, but like uh, with a, with an instrumental record, there are certain things I think need to be done, and just having a structure mm-hmm. is not enough. Sometimes you know, you know what I mean, right? And that's and I don't want to talk too much about it though. Like it's a good record. No, I I'm talking about things that just didn't hit quite as well for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, coming from somebody like I was super hyped for this album. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, these are just a couple things that maybe were disappointing for me. Um, I shouted out in the good section that the production was really good mm-hmm. in that you can hear the instruments and all that stuff. Yeah. But then you run into production issues when, uh, like, they, they try to highlight things. Like, one part that stands out a lot for me, I know you love this song, but uh, Los Panteros yeah. is when it does that kind of, like, shivery jangly guitar thing that was direction really it never that. sounds <laughs> I, I feel like it it's not it doesn't like stand out enough for me like the album i, I, I don't know how to describe it. i wrote down it sounds brown like <laughs> i feel like something in there like needs more color it needs more like variety in the production something like that where it was like stuff would happen that i feel like was supposed to be big moments but it would get lost in like putting a weird effect on the guitar or they weren't like, or do you think open up the energy enough that do you think they were kind of just passed by? Do you think they were, when they add that shimmery effect or they're adding effect, they're hoping that it brings a song like, you know, like I said, wide picture, like, like to bring everything, to bring everything back around. And if they did that, that they kind of failed at making it, like you said, earth shaking or changing the song. at all. just, I just felt like, okay, here's an effect early on, you know? Yeah. Like maybe like, everything was almost like same level mm. on everything. So it felt, it didn't feel very dynamic mm-hmm. in these moments that you want to be like, Oh, this is like the big triumphant moment where we're doing something crazy. Like something kind of like, I don't know, emerging from the muck or something like that, but it all just kind of felt along the same level. Yeah, throughout, honestly, like throughout the whole thing, where it's like I feel like there's good songs there, but they have trouble imbu- imbuing it with the energy it needs to like get it dancey or yeah. you know have it be more than just kind of like a background party album. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I see myself maybe in a uh, you know a convertible <laughs> driving down the desert uh-huh. at some points, but uh, it's yeah, very good for like. Ambience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I do mention it was, it was produced by a, a member of Franz Ferdinand, Alex uh, mm-hmm. Capranos. I, I don't really know if that really matters. It's just a little bit of trivia. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to look up what else he's done, but it's like he's really good at capturing the instruments. Like, oh, yeah. I think the actual instrumentation itself sounds good, but there's more like, I don't know, like meta stuff you can do with the song to like make stuff stand out. Um, I don't know what the opposite of a standout track is, but they're like my least favorite on here would be, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't, I, we talked about it a little bit. I think when they like put in the people talking at a party thing. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of annoying. That's definitely my, really like my least part. favorite track. Uh, the second track, which, uh, which I was kind of like, there, oh. there's good to go, mm-hmm. uh, which I wasn't huge on. I think it's just of like kind of the more forgettable tracks. It's the most forgettable. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you what that song sounds like. And then, uh, Try the circle. Seems like it could be cool, but it's all it all feels like build up. Like it's yeah. building up and then it never quite like resolves into anything. My least favorite are I enjoy it, which is a bummer because it's the second track. Um yeah. uh I wasn't a big fan of Tropico. Hence Osmanteros okay. helping me out, <laughs> getting me out of that funk. And uh I didn't and try the circle. Like uh, those are my Probably my least favorites. Like I said, none of it's actually bad, which is a plus on this. It's just not my favorite tracks. You know? Right, exactly. Yeah, the again, not bad stuff. Um, but yeah, I overall, like it's a good album. I'm really excited to see what they do next. Yeah. Uh like Link the Link is about to die is an amazing track and honestly, so far the best song released this year. <laughs> yeah, so far. Uh at least, I mean, at least for me. Uh, I don't think I've... I'm the only really songs that I've really paid attention to this year, because I'm still catching up on Chill from last year, um, is uh, Father John Misty's two singles, and I'm not super excited about them. It's No, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk... I mean, whenever it comes out, we'll definitely talk about it. We'll do, like, a, a review kind of like this. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Lincoln Miles Die is a killer song, and I was... I, I was stoked for the rest of the record and just a little bit let down. So yeah, I think, I think this is worth checking out. It's, it's a pretty short, like 37 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. You guys got time. I think it's going to continue to be in my regular rotation throughout this year. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is another issue with it. Uh, and maybe what the pitchfork thing was trying to get to is I feel like there's not a lot to like dig into or digest in this one. Like, I feel like, I may be getting into that point with how many times I've listened to it that I'm getting diminishing returns mm. where it's like, I'm not going to listen to this thing and, you know, discover something, you know, like maybe like a hidden riff in there or something like this. It's like, I've listened to it through and it's, I, that's what it is. That's interesting. There's nothing, nothing really for me to, uh, get out of multiple listens. That's, that's, that's interesting of you to look at it. Cause I, I didn't really think about it that way. Not that, not that, uh, you're 100% correct on that. Everything's very surface level. But again, sometimes it's something all you need. You know? like, yeah, like it, it's still fun. It's still nice. Uh, but I think uh, after like maybe like my fifth listen, mm-hmm. I was kind of just like, okay, uh, I'm going to listen to something else now. Yeah, because yeah, like you, like you said, when it comes to deeper listens or, you know, this isn't Godspeed. <laughs> you know, I mean, this isn't, this isn't. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, like, after about five, four or five listens, I definitely see this being a party record. Something I have on the background. Something that maybe won't. It, it's it's pleasant enough. Yeah, you know, it's pleasant. 
Um, yeah, I, again, I still like it. Um, and just because we're saying negative things doesn't mean it's a bad record. Not at all. I think uh, I think that's all I have to say about it. You good? I'm good. That's that was uh, the Let the Festivities Begin by Los Bichos. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I did music for this podcast uh, with a friend of mine. Uh, you can find us on smell.bandcamp.com. Got a couple little EPs on there that you can check out and I guess give the same treatment that we've given this out. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Movie review. Uh, yeah, what about you? I do a movie review podcast weekly called Movies Don't Suck and Some That Do. We put out new episodes weekly, like I just said. They sometimes come out Sunday, Monday, or if I'm really busy, Tuesday or Wednesday. But, you know, uh, we'll see what happens this week. Maybe it'll come out. So it doesn't matter. Anyway, I do that every week. Uh, with during new movies and... Uh, I don't know how to do it with my buddy Neil. It's, it's fine. <laughs> I like I like doing it. Uh, we have about 200 plus episodes. So Damn. yeah, it's a lot. And uh, I would recommend starting like episode 120 when I actually, <laughs> you know, there's a point where you have, once you reach like a, that level of podcast, you expect the sound quality to jump and that's when it jumps. <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah. But, uh, all right, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll come back to the full episode soon. All right, have a good one.